Hey, and just a quick reminder that the audio-only versions of these Vital MX interviews are available on the Vital MX podcast page. Search for it anywhere you get your pods and let your friends know about it. What's up, guys? It's Darkside again from Vital MX. Today, I have the FXR Moto Athlete Manager, Brad Barron's on the phone. What's going on, Brad? Hey, what's up, man? Not much. Ooh, there's the accent right there. I like it. The Canadian. What's up, man? I, I can't even do it. That's awesome. I'm a Canadian brother, all right? I live in Wisconsin. <laughs> well, you still have the accent. You, it's just, all right, all right. I'll all, own it. I'll own it. It's all about the accent. <laughs> Dude, how you doing, man? How, how are things at FXR today? Uh, good. Um, you'd think I'd be slowing down because uh, Supercross just ended, but it is not that way. It is still full throttle, getting ready for outdoors, answering emails, yeah. dotting I's, crossing T's, just making sure everyone's dialed. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not in the Bahamas on vacation for a week, huh? No, not quite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Come home, get right back to the grind. Flew home uh, Sunday for Mother's Day. Go, you get a couple hours to yourself, and then right back to the grind. Yeah, I feel like it was a pretty good season for FXR. Uh, you know, Enzo Lopes had a really uh, one of his best years ever. I mean, obviously there's some injuries with the Muckoff team. Uh, Jeremy Martin came back fairly strong, getting ready for outdoors, and then a lot of your privateers, Logan Carnell, right? Uh, a few, a few others had some good seasons. Yeah, it was honestly one that, uh, yeah, it's going to go down in the record books for us. I mean, uh, we had Jeremy Martin take a uh, triple crown win, and that's pretty much our, that'd be our first win, I guess you can count it. Yeah, I I count it. Um, We had uh, some heat race wins, fastest qualifiers. um, Yeah, Cartwright did good this year. Harlan was standout. Um, I mean, Phil threw one away. To talk about there, it seemed like there was always something that we could pinpoint as a win on the weekend. And that was pretty cool. Yeah. Phil threw one away though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's hard. I love Phil. Phil is a, uh, is a good friend of mine, but yeah, it Phil's going to fill man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know. I love filthy. He's he's one of the best. Uh, well, Brad, let's talk about you a little bit, man. I always like to start these things by getting the guests background a little bit. Where did you grow up? What was your involvement in moto early? How'd you discover it? Yeah, well, like you said, I I did grow up around it. I was, uh, I guess you could say, kind of a wannabe pro. Like, not really, didn't quite happen. I was a decent A-rider, like, around my area. And uh, my dad was good. My brother raised. Uh, even my sister rode. So, I mean, we're definitely, like, a family of motocross. And, uh yeah, I just loved it. I mean, I've always been passionate about the sport and, uh, I kind of always set my goals as, you know, I knew I was going to work in the industry. I know it sounded stupid, but like, it's just something, I don't know. I just always had it in my heart to follow my dreams. And, uh, yeah, if I couldn't make it as a racer, I was uh, going to make damn sure that I was going to make it in the industry. So <laughs> That's interesting. You're not the first person that said that. Like, And I don't remember as a kid, like I love the sport, but I don't remember thinking I'm going to get a job in the industry. It just never seemed realistic. So as a younger person, like what, what were you thinking of as a role in the industry that you were going to do? Did you think I'll be a gear guy or like what were you actually thinking? Yeah, honestly, I, uh, I did want to be a gear guy. <laughs> okay. I've always wanted to do that i want to go to the races i i feel like i can talk to the athletes real well i kind of see where they're coming from because i've 
lived it a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, I was a, like I said, kind of a wannabe and it just never happened. And, uh, this is a way for me to go to the races and, uh, promote a brand that I really care about and love. And, uh, yeah, it just worked out. Um, I just never took no as an answer. Honestly, <laughs> it's, uh, being around here, there's not many motos, you know, companies and, uh, I just made it happen. Actually, I got my start at EVS um, and then was there for five years. I was the athlete guy there and uh, yeah, kind of moved on with Andy, uh, Andy White at FXR. And yeah, that's where you see me now. Yeah. And I want to touch on the EVS thing and getting involved with FXR in a second, but I want to go back as a, as a kid, just I want to know who your heroes were when you're watching racing, who were the guys that you looked up to and were like, Oh man, was it like Ricky and James or were there other guys? Yeah, Ricky James. It's kind of funny. I always was a Rhino fan. I liked Rhino when I was younger. Now it's crazy saying that a little bit, but um, I was a big fan of him. Um, I like the underdogs. I always kind of looked at myself that way. So I liked Matt Walker. Um, man, anyone who was kind of like right behind the main guys mm. I always liked. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I like, I'm a Chiz is my guy. So I'm kind of, yeah, I get that. Right. Right on. That's yeah. Rhino and Rhino was amazing, man. He still is amazing. He's just, yeah, he's just a little out there these days, <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny. Like he is a little out there, but I, some of the stuff he posts and I mean, I can kind of resonate a yeah. little bit. The more I, the more I'm older and kind of learn about life and, I don't know. I look at things a little different now than sure. I was when I was younger. So, of course, we all we grow up. We see we see both sides of things and the ins and outs. And sometimes, every once in a while, Rhino has a little uh, nugget of wisdom for sure. Um, yeah. How'd you get your start at EVS? Um. Well, they are local to me, so EVS is like right down the road. So I kind of knew. Uh, I, that was really the only entrance into the industry for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I worked at a Harley dealership for a while <laughs> just to kind of get some dealership experience. And, uh, yeah. And then I got annoying and, uh, <laughs> just kept pressing and pressing and pressing until I got a shot. And, uh, yeah, I was able to get in there as the rider support rep and, uh, do that for five years. And then, uh, yeah, funny story. I was racing myself, and uh, Andy White, he kind of he helped me out with gear and uh, kind of saw what I was doing there, and he's uh, put the feelers out, and uh, I just, I don't know, something with FXR, it just made me feel special, and I feel like that's something we do good there. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. You just, you just feel special. Like, feels like you're a part of something, a part of something bigger, a part of a family. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of why I jumped and, uh, and followed, uh, followed Andy White. He's always been kind of a mentor to me and, uh, yeah, now I'm his, uh, right hand man. (laughs) Yeah. And I agree with what you're saying about the family feeling. Uh, you know, I've been involved with FXR now for about a year, not uh, six months or nine months to a year. And, and that's what yeah. I feel from it, you know, and I, I felt that previously with the last company that helped sponsor the show at the pod, Moto X pod show. And I think that's very important to me. Uh, some of the bigger companies, whether it be gear companies or just any industry company, 
I like to feel like I'm part of something, right? Like they actually care about me and, and those bigger companies sometimes are just too big to really put any inch or put any uh, personal touch with their, especially their amateur support. And I definitely have felt that with FXR. It's just everybody is so friendly and yeah, they're just, they, they bring you right into the, the circle very quickly. Yeah. Well, thanks. That's definitely something that we try to do. I mean, even like the owner milk, mm-hmm. I mean, over 50 years old, still racing Loretta's super passionate about the brand. And, uh, you just don't see that. I mean, an owner of the company still racing Loretta's and at the ground level and attending races and being a part of the teams. And it's just, that's what it stems from. It stems from him that kind of radiates into everyone, everyone that's involved with the brand. And, uh, I think it shows we're just all really passionate about what we're doing. I agree with that. Uh, going back, when you started at EVS as the athlete manager, was it what, what did it feel like when you're? I'm assuming you're you're dealing with Travis Pastrana and a lot of elite athletes, and they're probably like, "Oh, holy crap, that's Travis Pastrana!" You know, it's almost overwhelming when you first get into the industry and start meeting these quote unquote heroes or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, it definitely uh, was like that for a while. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of times, even still, I have to pinch myself that I that I made it kind of, or, sure. you know, still followed my dreams. And, uh, yeah, I gotta, I don't know, I guess that wears off a little bit as you, uh, as you go on, but yeah, I mean, I definitely, I remember being at Pastrana's house and testing products and seeing these people that I idolized my whole life. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely, uh, a surreal feeling, but at the same time, it's like, I always knew that I'd be there. I always just looked out five, 10 years and, I just pictured myself there doing that. And, uh, yeah, it just, sometimes you just got to make it happen. You got to make it happen. I've been told that. And I, I think that, um, positivity and believe it in yourself is what stems success. And yeah, you, you got there. That's really cool. Uh, what are some of your day-to-day roles at FXR? Um, well, I am the gear guy, um, at the races. Mm-hmm. I am the goggle guy for factory ride. Uh, so I prep goggles, do all that, get them ready. I run our our social media for the brand. So I run FXR Moto and Factory Ride. Um, I also help out with marketing. I answer emails. I help deal with rider support. I talk with some of the media like RacerX, Vital. Um, <laughs> kind of a jack of all trades. I can help out wherever and. Uh, there's no lack of work, man. It's wide open. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's very common in our industry where a lot of guys in the industry are a jack of all trades. You may have a title, but you're probably going to wear a lot of hats. Yeah, definitely. And you kind of show what you can do, and then they, you know, just normal stuff. Pile it on, but <laughs> I like it. It's busy, and it's, I don't know, the more involved I feel, I like to see myself like actually get it done and Sometimes it's hard to relinquish some of that, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. mind it. <laughs> What's the most difficult part of your job? <laughs> I would say just the grind of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds a little weird because you dream of it your whole life to be able to travel to all these races and that, but ne- never getting a day off pretty much and uh, just the constantness of your phone going off every three seconds is uh, a little hard to juggle but it's a uh it's a good juggle man it's uh rather be busy than sitting around twiddling your thumbs so 
Yeah, I agree. I, I'd ra- and I'd rather be busy than, as, I, as I've been told a bunch of times, going back to digging ditches. So, yeah, no, no complaints from this side. Uh, what's a bigger pain in the butt, riders' complaints or media requests? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I would definitely – man, I, I'm not going to name names, so you're not going to get me to go there. But Damn. there is definitely some riders that are uh, a little bit more needy than some of the others. So, uh, honestly, the media stuff's easy. The media stuff's easy, man. You, as long as it's there on time and you guys are all pretty good, man. We send it out. You guys know what you're doing. So, I would say uh, rider requests are harder. Okay. So I don't name any names then, but what are some of the requests or complaints that you get that are maybe common, but in kind of difficult to handle? Is it I would fitment? say uh, logos, sizes, the back and forth emails, the, yeah, that stuff gets hard. Or like you'll print a whole bunch of jerseys and then they'll reach out and be like, oh, well, I got a new sponsor. I need to get that on there. <laughs> um well, that's a lot of money and a lot of back and forth and a lot. It's a lot bigger mistake than uh, than what you think. The money adds up quick. Yeah, you can't just take fifty jerseys down to the basement real quick and hey, just throw this logo on. It's a, there's a process to it, right? Yeah, and yeah, I mean, there's just a lot that goes into it that people don't even see. There's uh, they think you just show up and oh, here's your gear and oh, that's easy and I'm the only rider here and. Uh, <laughs> It's not like that. There's lots of riders. There's lots of back and forth and uh, lots of stuff behind the scenes that it takes to get it done. How much custom stuff do you, does that FXR do for riders? Uh, I, I, a lot of times, some companies, it's just off the shelf. This is what you get. Uh, do you tailor you know, uh, sleeve tightness or sleeve links or any of that kind of stuff for particular riders? Um. Not as much as what you think. There's okay. a lot of riders that are running just production stuff. We do have some custom stuff that we'll have to do, like uh, like let's say the club team, because they have to run different patches or mm-hmm. different like ORW stuff, Yamaha stuff. Um, I'd say really that's tailored to like the very very top guys. Like uh, let's say like a Jeremy Martin, he likes a really tight pant, and he's a shorter guy, so it's really hard to get some of the uh, stuff that goes out to the public to fit him. And we definitely, you know, want him to look a specific way. So we'll tailor it a little bit to him. Um, but I would say you'd be surprised. There's, there's a lot of people that are just running our normal pant and normal Jersey. And yeah, it, it does. Uh, it does the job. Yeah, for sure. I, I love the stuff. FXR was built at least from my viewpoint on privateers it really focused on privateers and still does very heavily what what about the privateers is special to you why do you got why do you like working with the privateers i like it just because they're sometimes i find like they're easier to talk to i can kind of picture myself like at a regional like sleeping in my truck and like uh i don't i may be doing that this kind of you kind of see yourself in the in their position and uh i don't know you care for them there's not as many people around they get to interact with you more um i don't know you can be like a special part of their daily life and i i I don't know i just enjoy that and i feel like they're pretty good at the social end of things too right uh they're very thankful for what they get and some of the factory riders you know they kind of expect it 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember getting my first free set of gear and everything like that. So it, uh, it's cool to see that on their face, man. I mean, it, this whole thing, even with FXR started with Andy, like sponsoring me to go to Loretta's and everything. And, uh, I just remember that day the gear showed up and how special that was. And, uh, I kind of always tell myself, I got to remind myself that, uh, you know, it is a cool thing. It's a cool job. It's cool to hand out gear. It's cool to make people smile. And, uh, man, it's dirt bikes. I mean, how, <laughs> yeah. how bad could it be? It's great. Right. And touching on what you just said, like now that I'm in this industry and you've told me, and Andy's told me, if you want something, just ask, but I, I struggle to ask, but, but when something shows up, I'm just, yeah, it's like Christmas morning. I think a few months ago, you sent me a package. I didn't even ask for it. There was just a box on my doorstep and I saw FXR in the logo and I just lit up. I was like, what? this is the coolest thing ever. Like I, it's just so cool. Yeah. It's uh, I don't know. I wish everybody could experience it. It's pretty, it's a neat feeling for sure. Yeah, It's funny that you say that. Cause I remember being at the race and like, I saw you and sometimes you just see so many faces. It's hard to remember, mm-hmm. but like all day I'll be taking notes. You'll see me on my phone and you'll think I'm texting, but I'm taking notes like to remind myself and stay organized. And, uh, I wrote your name down and I'm like, you got to surprise that guy. You gotta <laughs> like do something special. And I don't know. I like to do that. I like to, light someone up or you know like i like i went back to i like that feeling that andy made me feel mm-hmm. uh that's what you know he's in he's entrusted me to do um with people like yourself so well it, it did make me feel special and it made my day so thanks for that brad it was it was it's awesome i i really appreciate it uh a few more questions what's the best thing about working at fxr mm, i would say uh, well, obviously being able to go to the, to the races and take care of that, but really the people are, uh, I know I've said it before, but they really are passionate, man. They care about what they're doing. Um, everything that people say, like if there's something wrong with the gear, we're changing it. If, uh, everyone from the designers to, you know, Carson, Dan, Milt, uh, Andy, they're, we just love moto, man. It's cool. You go in, you talk about it, you live it, you breathe it, and that's just a good environment to be around. I I fully agree with that 100%, and I noticed that when you guys brought me up for the snow line, the dealer expo uh, a few months ago, and just everybody there from directly from FXR or the people that ran the dealerships that were there, and a lot of that was snow-based. But you could just see the passion for the sport in general, whether it be the snowcross or motocross or supercross. It, it again, going back to the family thing, it felt like a huge family, and everybody had the same goal of like, let's just make this the best it can be. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, we're like I said, going back to my notes, like I'm constantly doing that, like just trying to make things better and. Uh, and it shows. I feel like the product gets better every year. I feel like the designs get better every year. Um, it's something that we build on and just building blocks, stack them up, and uh, then you see the results. And I think you're starting to see it. I mean, FXR has gained a lot of legitimacy, a lot of it. I would really, I really do think that it's one of the top brands and uh, it's cool to be a part of. I, I, I do too. I do think it's one of the elite brands. It's you guys have crossed that line. Um, 
one of my favorite things about FXR is how many different options and colorways there are. And not even that, just how many products you have in general. Like that wall of product for the snow launch with the moto stuff, everything was just insane how much stuff there is. But the options is one of my favorite things. Like when I'm looking through the gear on fxrracing.com and I'm like, oh my God, there's, I don't even know what to pick. There's so many cool things. And, you know, there's bold colors and then there's some stuff for people that maybe like a, a cleaner look. It's just a lot of options. And that's difficult from my understanding for some of the bigger, we'll call them bigger, like Fox or Fly or whatever. Like it's not as easy for them to do so many colors. And I don't really know why. But FXR seems like, hey, if it's if it's cool, we're gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, it, that's sometimes the hard part is narrowing that down and <laughs> making sure it all fits. And I I guess that's why you see so many LE releases and stuff because uh, we got so much cool stuff. We will just want you guys all to see it. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll just change things up or launch it here or do it there. Like that's what's cool, kind of being um, maybe not like a like a a fly and answer where they're attached to someone we can kind of have a little bit more fun and uh and do things a little different mm-hmm. i mean it's been done the same way for a long time and uh we're not afraid to change it up a little bit i mean like you said different styles different fits different everything i mean we have fishing stuff we yep. have snow stuff mountain bike stuff we're just not afraid to take chances if we see an avenue you know we'll uh we'll throw everything we got at it yeah, I got to see a sneak peek of some things that might be coming out soon. So if you're listening to this, there's there's some cool stuff coming from FXR in the near future. Uh, what's your favorite product? Do you have one that stands out? Um, I personally like our jersey materials. They're they're amazing. Like the first time I put on one of our Revo jerseys, it breathed so well. Um, and it's something that uh, is pretty awesome. Um, they're not afraid to take chances with different materials and uh, different tightnesses, lengths, um, fit, finish. It's, I would definitely say just the attention to details with all those things. I'm going to tell you my favorite product is the glove. The, and I, the really thin glove. You have a couple of different gloves, but you know which one I like. I, what is that glove called? Does it have a particular line? Yeah, there's the ProFit Air. Those ones are very popular. Okay. Like all our pros really like that glove. I, I'll go to that one. Yeah, I love that glove. Like when I'm having to do some product testing, maybe some other gears, I I try to wear the, the FXR gloves because I just I like a thin glove and they fit so snug. Man, they're awesome. Yeah, that's my favorite for sure. Yeah, no, same here. I really like that. I like the the glove, the jersey. I mean, I remember racing. I raced Loretta's in seventeen, eighteen and wore that air gear (laughs) and it definitely saved me down there so absolutely yeah it's it's getting hot here in texas yeah i'm actually i'm racing this weekend and well i think i think i'm racing two races in two different states on the same day this weekend that's the goal we're gonna try to race saturday (laughs) and then saturday night saturday in louisiana and saturday night in tyler texas that's the goal uh and i'll be outfitted fully in my fxr gear i'm looking forward to it uh last question for you what's next with fxr what can you tell us? Ooh, well, there's, like you said, there is stuff in the pipeline. Um, it will be, there's other stuff coming out shortly. I would say like the August, September time, keep your eyes out on that stuff. Um, the 24 stuff we're shooting right now. 
Um, so, so keep your eye out on that. Um, our goggles have been growing like crazy. Um, the helmets. Mm-hmm. I just can't talk about some of the stuff, okay. but uh, yeah, keep your eye open. Uh, come mid mid outdoors. Let's okay. just say that. I have a request, and this, this may be something FXR has, and I just didn't see it. I would like a padded riding short. Ooh, yeah. I, I uh, second that. Okay. I have broken my hip, femur, pelvis before, so I am a big fan of the padded short. So uh, I'll get to work on that. Ah, set. Okay. I'll do it. I like it. I like it. Brad, dude, this has been a lot of fun talking to you. I really appreciate the fact that you and I have become friends and yeah, you're one of the good dudes in the industry and uh, means a lot that you did this for me. Yeah, well, thanks for giving me a call. And uh, yeah, thanks for breaking me out of my shell. I was a little <laughs> nervous to do this. It's not Nothing something I normal, normally do. So yeah, so uh, thanks, man. Appreciate Absolutely, it. man. We'll talk to you soon. And uh, yeah, take care. Uh, Paul is right around the corner. All right. See you, All man. Right, see ya.